some of you have read. He was founder of Walk Through the Bible Ministries, and uh, he and his wife lived across the hall from Beth and I during our first year of marriage. God used Bruce in a great way. He's still ministering, as far as I know. But one day, a, uh, a younger man came to him and said, I'm starting a new ministry, and I want to know what you can teach me about growing that ministry. And Bruce said to him, how many donors do you have? The man paused for a few moments and was obviously thinking in his mind, and Bruce said, it seems to be taking you a while to count your donors. And the man said, yeah, I, I just want to be accurate. And he paused for a few more moments, and then Bruce interrupted him and said, I think you're starting in the wrong place. You have to recognize there's only one donor. You have only one donor, and that is God. And he uses a variety of means and people to facilitate your ministry. But you always must remember that there's only one donor in all of life, and that's your heavenly Father. That's why I've chosen this particular passage today to be the theme of our service together. For I want you to notice what it says if you follow along with me in James chapter 1, verse 16. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. What I want you to notice about this passage is that it declares that God is the Father of light and that lights, and there is no variation or shadow of turning. The sun comes up every day in the east, and as it moves across the sky, there are shadows that come and there are shadows that go. But what this text says is that God is the Father of lights. He's like standing when you're in the presence of God and you're under a child of God. You're under God who is like the shining sun in the noonday light. And there's no shadow. There's no turning of shadow. And in light of that fact, he declares that every good gift comes from this God who's the father of lights. If you're a child of God and you're living under his authority... You're standing in the God of the noonday light. And everything that comes into your life is from a good God. You've all heard the phrase, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. And in fact, he really is. He is ever faithful. His mercies are new every morning. They never fail. Lamentations declare great is his faithfulness. And so God gives us good gifts every day. Every day that we live, all that we have is a good gift from him. And so God wants us to do two things regarding the good gifts that he gives us in life. First of all, recognize that he alone is the donor. He may use people, he may use circumstances, he may use business, he may use a variety of issues to bring the good gifts into our lives, but he is the donor, and he wants us to recognize that fact. Deuteronomy chapter 8 declares this, Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God, 
by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes, which I commend you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Now, nothing we accomplish in life, nothing that we have in life is by our power or by our strength. It all comes from a single donor. And we must always reflect and remember that. And so God wants us to recognize that he is the donor of all things. But secondly, he desires us simply to give thanks to him for what he has given. To live indeed with a grateful heart every moment of every day, come what may in our life, recognizing that whatever happens is part of his good plan for us, and he wants us to give thanks. Perhaps you remember the story of Jesus in the book of Luke, recorded in the book of Luke chapter 17, of how 10 lepers called out to Jesus and said, Jesus, have mercy upon us. And Jesus said to those 10 lepers, go show yourself to the priest. And as they did, all were cleansed. But only one came back to give thanks. And Jesus declared, were there not nine who were cleansed? And yet only one gave thanks. Where are the nine? I'm afraid too many of us live among the nine. We live each day thinking about the issues, the problems, and all that's facing us. And we don't reflect enough on the one donor to give thanks for what he's given to us. Paul wrote in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, in everything Give thanks in every circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, we read these words, Therefore by him let us continually. What does the word continually mean? It means continually. It means at all times, in every circumstances, in an ongoing base. Offereth a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. God loves to shower his people with good gifts. I love to give my kids good gifts. I've been thinking about Christmas for my children. What good gifts can I give them? What good gifts can I give my grandchildren? They're easier to buy for than the children. But I want to give good gifts to them. I desire that. I don't want anything in return. I don't need anything in return. I simply desire their gratitude, their thanks. And that's true of God on our part. And when we fail to give thanks for the good things that he gives us, we have, not, we have failed to make the sacrifice that he desires of us. It was in 1620, as you well know, that 102 pilgrims landed in America and during that first cruel winter, nearly half of them died. And so in October, but in October of the following year, 53 of the remaining, all the remaining pilgrims gathered together with 90 Indians and they celebrated the first Thanksgiving feast on American soil for three days. 
They ate nearly all the food that they had grown during the summer months and wondered how they were going to make it through the next winter. It was in 1863 that Abraham Lincoln declared a national day of Thanksgiving. Up until that time, it had been only celebrated intermittently. But from 1863 onward, it was celebrated annually, and then in 1942, it was declared that the fourth Thursday of every November would be the National Thanksgiving Day, and it has been such since. And so I'm thankful that we live in a country that celebrates Thanksgiving. Unfortunately for many people, it has become Turkey Day or Football Day or Family Gathering Day. But for those of us who are believers, it should be and always should remain a day of Thanksgiving. And so we celebrate it this week as a nation, but today as a church, we want to celebrate Thanksgiving. And the way we celebrate is by this Sunday on each year, allowing you an opportunity to verbally, that's what praise is, it's a verbal thanks to God, to give God thanks for the good gifts that he has given to you in life. One of the practices my wife and I have is that every night before we retire, we kneel by our bed together and we pray. It's the way we end our day. And in ending our day, each day we reflect usually on some of the good things of that day and we give God thanks for simple things. The pillow upon which we are about to lay our heads. I thank God for that often. The bed upon which I sleep, the roof over my head. And the great spiritual blessings that are mine as well as the many physical ones. And so no gift is too small to thank God for. And so today we want to invite you to thank God publicly for some of the good gifts that he's given to you. And so we have about 20 to 25 minutes for, to give you an opportunity to share your thanks to God in front of the rest of us. We've got a mic here. It's going to be on the floor. And uh, a little bit practice that we haven't done before, but we'd like to have you line up by the mic and take the mic and just turn around. It allows the people online to share in the service with us and uh, share a few words of thanksgiving. You get three minutes to allow as many as can. If you hear the music, you're at two minutes and 45 seconds. By the time of three minutes, you're off the stage. <laughs> no trap door, but, but if we had one, we'd probably spring it. I know you wish you could spring one on us as well at time. But uh, anyway, we'd like to have you share your words of testimony and, um, and uh, praise God with us. And when we've gotten to a certain point in the service, I'm going to say one or two more, and then we'll have to end it. If you don't want to stand up front, we do have somebody in the back with a roving mic. But if you can be brave enough to stand and face us all, we'd appreciate it. We're going to begin by having some children share their words of thanks. And if they can do it, you can do it. So while they're sharing, the rest of you who want to begin sharing thanks, please line up by the mic. And as soon as the testimony of the children is finished, you'll have your opportunity to begin to share. <laughs> 